Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Positively You podcast. I'm so excited today for my new guest, Lori. Um, Lori is a mama four, a corporate leader, podcaster, productivity expert, and new author of the book, Secrets of a Super Mom, How Extraordinary Moms Succeed at Work and Home and How You Can Too. So I'm excited to talk to her today and get some of these secrets of a super mom because... Heck yes. Sign me up. So Lori, welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I gave a little bio of you, but tell us a little bit more about you. Dive into Lori and how you got here and how you are a super mom. Absolutely. So I am, of course, a mom of four, as you said, my oldest is 12 and my youngest is five. So there's about six and a half years. So I went from mom of zero to mom of uh, mom of four in six and a half years. So those years were a doozy. Um, I have worked full time the whole time. Um, my maternity leaves were short and I, so a lot of people asked me, how are you doing this? My husband traveled all the time. And so I had been called a super mom by other people, you know, sporadically throughout, as I'm sure many of us have, right. Yeah. When you do all the things, they're kind of like, Whoa, what is she doing? How does she do it all? You know? And their answer of course is always, I don't do it all. There are so many things, you know, so many balls I'm letting drop. Um, but I, I knew that there were certain things, definitely some strategies that I was using that not every mom was using, and it was making my life easier, right? There were some things I was doing. And so when the pandemic hit and I saw lots of moms really, really struggling, like really, really struggling, Um, I had this idea to write this book. And so I interviewed and surveyed about 200 moms, almost 200 moms. And I asked them the things that worked for them, things that didn't work with for them, things that they struggled with and was able to break it all down into these 16 secrets. And that became the book secrets of super moms. So we have 16 secrets of, um, what super moms and these moms that were really high performing were using. So there was a breakdown. It wasn't all, it wasn't working moms only. It was, there were stay-at-home moms. There were part-time working moms. There were moms that were doing something similar to me, which was kind of a full-time job plus a side hustle, plus parenting full-time because of not having, um, you know, my spouse here at all. And so it was just a lot, you know, a lot of different moms doing different things, but there were some really key things that started to come out. And I went, okay, this is what's making it easier for moms. These are the things that are really, they're putting in place and it's helping them thrive. Yeah. And I love that so much because we do have a lot going on as moms, right? And when we can look at the other ones and we're like, oh, you're super mom. Like, please tell me, please tell me. So I love that you took that upon yourself to go ahead and like talk to all of these moms who are either killing it or like are struggling and just get this like wide range of answers and compile this for the rest of us to be able to read and to take those tips and apply them to our life. Cause I really do believe that, you know, life is full of duality, right? We can't just be like on top of a mountain at all, at all times. 
but that like, it also doesn't have to just be this like struggle fest, dumpster fire, hot mess mom mode all the time. And so I love that. That's what you've said. You know, like we actually really can like have an extraordinary home, have an extraordinary career and also be extraordinarily happily. And we can all do that at the same time. Yes, you can. And I do, I very much think it's possible. I know it's possible because I live it right. I, every day is not happy and amazing. Now every day is not perfect, but every day is great enough to be great. Right. And there were so many other moms that, that were doing that. And of course there were certainly moms that felt like they were struggling a lot more than they were thriving, but every mom had something that was really working well for them and things that they were struggling with more. And they were different, right? Like some moms were like, I never cook. <laughs> I never make food. I never make healthy food for my family. And that was their big struggle. And then other ones didn't feel very organized. Other ones felt like they couldn't really get what they felt was work-life balance. Right. They just never felt like they were quite right. And so it was all these different things that we pulled together and really came up with some, some good ideas, some good strategies, some really tangible, easy steps for moms. There's even at the end of every chapter, is there one small step, one thing you can do to make your life a little bit easier today, because we know moms are busy. We know that they might just need that one tiny thing to try because they can't try a million things. They're just never going to be able to handle trying all the new things at the same time. So it was a really great way to just do a little bit to help some moms that were we're needing it. And, and you could even go to a separate chapter and say, okay, I'm really struggling with confidence. So you could go to the confidence chapter and say, what can I do right now to just work a little bit on my confidence? So I just love how it came together. It's really um, been a fun adventure to have it go out into the world. And, you know, I love hearing mom's feedback and all the things. I love so much what you just said about something small, like If you have talked to me or listened to like any episode ever, that is my huge thing is like, we've got all of these things. There's 10,000. We don't need a 12 step thing. We don't need all of this. We need like the one small thing that I can implement right now. So hello, hallelujah. I'm totally here for that. You know, that's just, that's what moms need. It's true because ultimately we might be going for a big change, right? We might be looking at our life or at least a piece of our life and say, whoa, I need a big overhaul. But there's no way to make that big overhaul happen in a million complicated steps. It's those little bitty baby steps towards a little bit better and a little bit better. And then maybe two years from now, even you look back and go, whoa, I made a giant change and it was amazing, but I didn't do it because I did some massive overhaul. I did it because I was consistent with one tiny thing. And then I added one tiny thing and I was consistent and I had one tiny thing and I was consistent. And just, it's amazing how much that little bit of change can make in a year or two years or 10 years. And it's just, it's really, really powerful. And I think we want to think it can't be easy. We want to think it's complicated, right? We Mm. want to think it's going to be too much. And so we, we overwhelm ourselves when really there are little tiny changes that you could make starting today and you could see a big impact. Yeah. Yeah. You said it right there when you said, you know, we overcomplicate it so many times. Like the solution is like sitting in front of us and like hitting us on the head. We're like, well, that's too easy. Yes. Like, you know, one thing that I always talk about, I'm like, make your bed. And that was a new year's resolution for me years ago. And that was it. Like there was nothing else beyond that. I was like, I'm going to make my bed every day. And that seemed so incredibly small, but like that really was the catalyst for me for like getting my life back on track and like changing and becoming like who I wanted to be. And 
it seemed so small and so insignificant and like silly. Like, what's your new year's resolution? I'm like, I'm going to make my bed, (laughs) but like, it really is those small things that you said, like build and compound. And like, you gain that confidence that moms need in order to keep going and make that change. That's exactly it there. You can, because it's small, you can maintain it. And then you say, look what you did. You did that for a week or you did that for a month. You're amazing. Look how, look how strong you are. Look how smart you are. Look how amazing you are. And then you say, Oh, if I could do that one little thing, I bet I could do one more little thing. And you just add those little things onto each other. And, and then there you are, you end up with this amazing change that is really everything you wanted. And you just needed to take baby steps instead of constantly trying to make a big change, feeling like a failure, going backwards, doing a big change again, feeling like a failure, going backwards. You never make that progress. And so it's just been, it's been fun for me to watch other moms do this same process and see, and see those baby steps and say, yes, this is what's working. It's just been so cool. Yeah. And what a fun spot for you to be in that like side-by-side mentor kind of spot to see that change in people. It is one of the most rewarding things ever. So so how fun for you. It's been so good. So good. All right. So I want to know then, can we dive in and can we like get a little sneak peek on what some of these secrets of a super mom are? Can you spill any? Yes, absolutely. So I love to share kind of the beginning of the book is the top secrets. So the, basically the four things that really bring everything together for moms and chapter number one is habits. So I know you guys have heard about habits. You've heard about all the books about habits and you hear people talk about it, but they really are a game changer. And for me, the best thing about habits is not that it is not that I have to have a perfect anything. It's that it makes everything easier so that I can focus on harder things. So for example, if I am in a workout habit, I don't have to think about, push myself, motivate myself, drill drill in my willpower. I don't have to do any of that for my workout so I can focus on the other things that I want to do. Maybe it's not a workout. Maybe it's a morning routine. Maybe it's you just drive the same way to work every single day so you never have to think about your driving so you can listen to a podcast, listen to a book on tape, whatever. How old am I? A book on tape. Book on (laughs) (laughs) Audible. But, you know, I, I had a book on tape. I actually listened to it when we did a, I did a drive across the country, if you believe it, but <laughs> I just, you, by building those habits, those routines just make you not have to think about things and it works for kids. It works for busy moms and it works for everybody. And so by putting those into place, you can kind of f- like set it and forget it is really what the the point of habits is. You just get to leave it and then you can move on and focus on these bigger things. So when you need that willpower, that motivation, that energy, you don't have to use it on the things that are going to be similar or the same every single day. And so habits have been a really big thing. People talk about different habits. So they definitely talk about morning routines. Morning routines was so important that we actually had a separate chapter on it. But um, some moms just had like a home from school routine for their kids or a bedtime routine either for their children so that everything in their house worked well or for themselves kind of after they did all the things they needed to do they had a specific routine so they slept better so that they were less stressed and any of those routines you put in place just make life easier they make things easier less require less energy and that's what we want we want to be able to spend the energy on the other things in life Yeah. You know, I hadn't thought about habits as freeing up brain power 
And as soon as you said that, like a light bulb kind of went off and I was like, that is so true because if we are wasting all of this precious brain power that we, right, we don't have mom brain, but (laughs) on these things that like come up every single day, you know, on the laundry, on the meal planning, on like the, just everything that is a part of our daily life. So if we can set that, like you said, on autopilot, then yeah, the things that actually need our brain power and actually need our willpower are so much, we have so much more to give to that. I had never like put those two together. It's so true. And even just it's effort for us and effort for our kids. Right. So I had, um, there was a mom that went through one of the programs that I have and she, what she decided when we were talking about routines, she was like, I really think I'm going to set up an evening routine. So she started, she made lunches the night before she got her kids clothes ready. She got her clothes ready. She set up backpacks and she really focused on this right before she would, you know, get everybody ready for bed. And she said it was pretty easy because she knew what needed to be done. So she kind of got this in place. And then, so she'd been doing this for a couple of weeks and she said, my mornings are so calm, calm were her words. And I was like, how often does a mom who's got three kids running around like crazy works full time. How often does she describe her morning as calm? And I was like, Oh, that is the power of habits. That is the power of getting these things structured in place where you're doing the same thing every day. And then you get, you get the extra energy, you get calm and you get to not have to focus. You get that extra brain power. Just like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Set it and forget it. Like you said, it and forget it. So good. Okay. So habits. And that's number one, like, yes, right out the the number one thing we talk about. Yes, exactly. And then number two, I'll tell you the number two is, um, is a super important one. And that's confidence. I mentioned that one already Mm -hmm. because it's a big one. Uh, it's a very popular one because moms struggle with confidence. We feel like we are not confident in the way that we look and feel, you know, we, you have a body that we don't feel like we should have, you know, because we've had children, we, you know, or we're older than we were before we have that, but it's also about not feeling like we can do everything that we think we should be able to do. We add so much to our plate, right. That all of a sudden it, it is a, a reverse effect. It makes us feel like oh, I can't do everything. All these other moms are doing everything and I can't do it. I can't do all the things that I should be able to do, right? We say that should thing in our mind. And we say we should be able to do all these things when if we knew those other moms reality, if we knew the step-by-step inside reality of those other moms, that no one is doing everything, no one, no one is doing all the things because someone is saying, these things are my priorities and they're letting other things fall and they're letting different things fall, but everybody is letting something fall to the wayside or outsourcing it or delegating it or getting it off their plate in some other way in order to focus on their priorities. And the ones that are really truly trying to do it all are the ones that are drowning. They are the ones that are drowning and they're the ones that stop feeling confident because they think they can't do it because they think they should be able to. And it's just a really evil little cycle. So we definitely talk about things like comparison and jealousy being the enemies of confidence. Um, So we want to build that confidence. We want to try new things and maybe fail at them, but feel better or try new things and succeed and feel amazing. We want to get our schedule in a place where we don't have to focus on only the things that we are not doing. And we get to focus on all the amazing things we can do. And that slowly builds that confidence up. Yeah. I think that that's so neat that confidence is that second piece because holy cow, your mindset matters. I mean, that's like my whole thing. So like I'll nerd out here with you for a minute, but 
that is huge because you cannot make the changes that you want to do and you cannot feel like you're managing it and that you're doing a good job if your mind is beating yourself up the whole time. If you feel, yeah, if you, if you really feel genuinely feel that you can't do it, that is really confidence, right? Confidence isn't actually what, you know, feeling proud about how you look on the outside, though that might be a piece of it. It really is that inside belief that I am going, I have the qualities that I need in order to succeed. I have Mm -hmm. the qualities that I need that I can figure this out. I can figure out problems. I can try new things and, and get back up. It's that feeling. And you're right. If the mindset's not there, then no matter what you try, you are going to be fighting against yourself. So maybe you're trying to get a new job. Maybe you're trying to learn a new skill. Maybe you're trying to build habits. Maybe you're trying to be a calmer, more patient, less yelly mom, right? Any of those things you're trying to do, if you really truly believe you're not going to be able to do it, you definitely won't. Absolutely. And you know, something that I hear a lot too, I've heard it from therapists and other mindset junkies is the idea of what you focus on grows. And when you mentioned comparison, I think that that's really interesting because if I'm focused on say the thing that I'm dropping the ball on is like homemade dinners, right? I'm like, listen, we've door dashed way too many times. <laughs> we've hit the takeout, like the drive through whatever. So I'm going to be beating myself up over and over again, being like, I'm never doing this. I'm so bad at this. I'm so bad at this. So then when I hop on Instagram and I'm scrolling, my brain is going to take extra notice of those moms who are like posting their homemade dinners. Right. And then I'm just like reiterating, see, she does it better. See, blah, blah, blah. But then I'm not focused on like, okay, but like, what is she delegating out? And like, okay, like what are her things? Right. Like she might not be sitting down and having like bedtime reading with her, whatever, like it doesn't matter. But I think like taking notice of what you're focused on because your brain will look for that. Right. And so in a bad way, you're focused on what you're dropping and then you're noticing where those other people are succeeding. And like you said, those are enemies that that comparison and that judgment and like, wow, is it so quick to fall there? And so rather than like putting that like praise on other people, flipping that to be like, no, I've got this and being confident in yourself takes work, right? It's not just like a switch that you flip where you're like, okay, great. We're going to do this today. Oh, wouldn't that be so nice? (laughs) It would be lovely. (laughs) No, you have to continue to try the new things and sometimes fail and sometimes not sometimes succeed, but that's what builds that confidence muscle. Also, I want to give your listeners a trick for um, jealousy that I like. So when you're comparing, when you're feeling jealous, so I have had this happen in my life, right? You're looking at those other moms and you're going, why can they do all these things? How can they do all these things? I have a challenge to say, what about it is making me feel jealous or that I have to compare, like really dive in, just say, this is a little experiment and I'm just going to be, I am just going to be interested in why this might be coming up for me and start to say, what is it about this that is making those feelings, you know, those green eyed monster feelings, those little anxious feelings pop up in my chest or in my head. And what is it about it? So I'll give you an example. That's a personal example. I had a sister-in-law that got a new camera and I had a a decent camera at the time. And she started, she set up a home studio in her basement and she was taking pictures of her kids and they were amazing, like amazing. And every time I would see these amazing pictures of her kids, I would get so jealous. And I was like, what is, I mean, these are my nieces and nephews. What (laughs) is wrong with me? Why am I feeling this way about this, this photo studio that she has? And slowly I started really just digging into it and being interested. What is going on with me? 
Uh, and I realized I actually love photography. I would love it to, you know, it looked like it was going to be this job for her. And I actually loved it enough. I wanted it to be a job for me. So no joke that year, that same year, I started a photography business and I still run it on the side, this family photography business and all my jealousy went away because that's what I realized. I actually wanted a piece of what she had, but I didn't know it at the time. And so by digging in, I realized what it was and I was able to take it. And now I, I mean, I look at my adorable pictures of my nieces and nephews all the time. They're precious. And I never feel the jealous feeling. So maybe it's not as big as that, right? Mine was kind of a big thing that I made a change to do, but it might just be something small that you can say, oh, I actually want X, right? And you can make that change. Or the reverse of that is that you realize that mom has six pack abs and it's because she works out, you know, for two to three hours a day and she's incredibly strict on her diet which is awesome for her, but that sounds like a terrible life to me. I don't want to do that, right? If that sounds terrible to you, then you can release that jealousy because the what the person is doing that's making that happen is something you're not willing to do, something you know you don't want in your life, and then you can release the jealousy. So it works both ways, but I think it's a really nice trick to say, to just get, get questioning, find out what's going on with you. Yes. Oh my goodness. What a powerful, powerful exercise and tool. And one that like, you're going to have to force yourself a little bit to go there that like, that's not comfortable to really come to terms and be like, all right, let's like peel back those layers and see yep. what's going on with me. But what a beautiful ending to be able to discover more about yourself. Like, would you have known that that was something you really wanted to pursue? I and don't so, think so it's kind of cool that you can use that jealousy as almost like a tool to like figure out like these inner thoughts that you maybe wouldn't have had time to sit with. So I don't know, a different way of like flipping that and making it beneficial for you. I love yeah, that. It's like the way to fight the enemy, right? Like that's the best way to fight it and then squash it because you're going to go one direction and then you, and then you get to release it. And that's, you know, that's the goal because that, that anxiety feeling of jealousy, nobody wants that. It feels terrible. So oh, it feels we terrible. all want to, yeah. Oh, it makes right? you feel not good. And then you're like, I don't want to feel this like awful feeling towards people that I care about. Like you said, it's my sister, like my nieces yeah. and nephews. Like, I don't want to feel this like build up anger and anxiety and resentment against someone. So yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, on the topic of enemies. So you said, you know, that comparison, that other stuff is, is, um, an enemy to that confidence, which is step number two, but you've also talked about enemies of productivity and as moms, right. Being, we want to be productive. We don't want to be busy, right. We don't want to wear that badge of busy, which so many of us do. I mean, I'm even guilty of that. Like I hop on, I'm like, I've been so busy. And I'm like, Oh, why am I saying that? <laughs> like, so what are some things that we might be doing that are these enemies to helping us being productive and helping us actually get the things done that will allow us to step into feeling more like a super mom? Absolutely. So two things that I love to talk about. One are terrible time wasters. So there's actually a whole table of these in the book that are terrible time wasters. And you might have things like social media, scrolling Facebook, Instagram, right? We know those are terrible time wasters. But there are some other things that kind of trick us. And I know you guys have probably talked about these before, but I'll tell you one of mine that I, it tricked me for a long time. So I always thought that if I just researched a little bit more, right? If I just researched a little bit more, then I would be able to do whatever it was well. And I realized, oh, that is perfectionism 
trying to mask itself as me doing over-research. So over-research is one of the, one of the enemies Mm. of, uh, you know, one of the terrible time wasters because it will get you right. And then I also realized, I thought I am not a procrastinator. I am doing things all the time. There's no way I procrastinate. But again, tricky procrastination got me because I realized when something seemed hard or when I wasn't sure what the next step was, I would do all the other things on my list. So the house was like the cleanest ever. Every spot of laundry was done. Like I was done with all the things, but the big thing, the important thing, the thing that really meant the most to me had not been started. And that was because I was scared to do it. Right. And so I was procrastinating against it. So sometimes I feel like, you know, we go, oh, I'm not a perfectionist or I'm not a procrastinator. And then really when we start to dig in a little bit deeper, we realize that, oh, that is a terrible time waster for me. It is tricking me and, and getting in my way, right. Getting in my way of really being productive and really doing the most important things. Absolutely. I fall victim to, I call it productive procrastination all the (laughs) time. And I will, I'll catch myself. Like when I'm like going and like getting my house, I'm like, "Uh Oh, like, hold up. What am I avoiding? Like, yes. what, what is it? Cause I'll do that. You know, I'm like, I'm, I've been busy. Like my house is spotless. I'm getting organized. I'm doing all the things, but yeah. Is it the thing that a, I really want to be doing or need to be doing. And we get so stuck in that. And I love that you brought up to the research. Oh my gosh. Raise your hand. If you have a Pinterest board, like full of like something that you need to do. <laughs> and it's just sitting there and you keep just adding to it. Right. You're like, like if I just have one more idea, yeah. then this will be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I need to declutter, but I need to know like all of the different decluttering resources and like how this person does it and how, you know, every little, which way. And like something I've wanted to do is paint my kitchen cabinets. And I have tutorial after tutorial that I have pinned because I have to find the, per- I'm like, just get it done. Just yes, get it done. That read like, yeah. So you stuck can- in research and that productive procrastination. Hi, I'm letting you all know those are two of my big ones that I'm a victim to. I love it that you're cleaning your house and getting all organized. And then you're like, you're like, oh shoot. I love that you catch yourself. They're like, <laughs> what am I avoiding? There's something it's gotta it's be. It's become a cycle now that like, <laughs> I really am. It's like that self-awareness practice that I can really catch it and be like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> I know. And then you're like, okay, now I've got to dig in. What is it? I've got to find yep. it. We got to do the work. Um, sometimes being self-aware is beautiful. And sometimes it is, you know, dangerous where you're like, oh no, caught myself yep. again. All right, yep. here we go. <laughs> we're so like, I don't, I don't want to face it. We're going to go mop instead. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That sounds better. Um, the other one. So, so facing terrible time wasters definitely get in the way of productivity. But the other thing is, I think a lot of moms don't actually know what's happening with their time. They just think they're busy and they're too busy for, I'm too busy for following my dreams. I'm too busy to start this business. I really want to start. I'm too busy to help at the school and do all these other things at the same time, whatever it is that you really want, right? You just think you're too busy. And so I love a time tracker. I, I have one in my master the time toolkit because I just love to take two days or three days, track what you're doing every 15 minutes and see what's really happening in your life. Because I'm willing to bet people are going to find things that they are taking way longer than they thought, or they're doing things that they thought took forever. And it's really like a 10 minute task and they put it off all the time. Right. Yes. So by tracking, you get this really awesome picture of, Oh, that's really what's happening in my life. Or, Oh, I thought that I checked Instagram at the end of my day, just to do a quick peek at my friend's photos and I'm really on there for 45 minutes, right? Yeah. Or whatever it is. And then you start to just know, 
by it's just information, right? It's just, we track, so we have information. So then we can make decisions and we say, okay, I spend way more time doing this than I thought I did. I don't want to do that. So what can I do to make changes? And then by really having that clear, very honest picture, then you can make changes. You can start to say, okay, how can I be more productive? When can I start applying the actual tactics to be more productive? You know, whether it's time tracking or whether it's a task batching or, you know, time boxing or whatever you're going to use, you, if you don't know where your time is, it's really hard to start applying those mini changes to make things better. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's so funny you bring this up because just before we hopped on this call, I was like finishing up a couple of things and I was like, oh, I've got this like quick 10 minute podcast. I need to episode or I need to edit. So I stuck my headphones in and then I noticed my um, dryer beeped that my clothes were done. So I was like, okay, I'll run downstairs, grab those. I won't have time to fold or whatever. So I pop my headphones in. I'm like listening to the episode, run downstairs, grab it, come back up. And I look over at the timeline and like two minutes had passed. Right. And in my head, I'm like, I don't have time to do this. I don't have, I'm like, that took two minutes, two minutes. And so I think so many times we, we have all of these things where it's like, I can't get that done. I can't get that done. I can't get that done. And it really is a lot shorter of a time than we thought, you know, and, and as moms, especially who are running every which way. So I've got a kid in kindergarten. Kindergarten is the worst year because it like (laughs) disrupts the middle of your day. Like you get in a groove and you're like, and we have to leave. Like, and then I get back home and I get back in a groove and I'm like, and I have to go get everyone else from school. And I think we get waiting as moms because I'm like, okay, you have school at 1230. So at 1210, I'm not starting anything because you've got to go in 20 minutes, but in 20 minutes. And I discovered this the other day, I had sopping wet hair and I was like, crap, I got to get you to school. And I was like, there's no way. No, there was plenty of time. I was able to get my makeup done. I was able to get my hair like dried and not all the way done and run him to school. Whereas I was going to leave that until I got back. And then waste those 20 minutes. Then it would have been, yeah, waste those 20 minutes. Then it would have been set back. I wouldn't have gotten back until, you know, 1240. And then by the time I got ready, it would have been one o'clock. And had this whole day wasted. So I think there is a lot of time wasted. And I think what you're saying, a time tracker where you actually gather that data is huge and will be mind opening, mind blowing and eye opening. (laughs) We'll combine those two words, but like, and maybe we don't want to know, maybe we don't want to know like what that is. Cause that could be a little bit like, I really was today when I looked at the timer and I was like, that was two minutes. (laughs) I know sometimes we don't, because we, we don't want to face the fact that the time that we're wasting could actually be used for, for the things that we're putting, up, we're putting mm. off, right? We're making all these excuses and we want to be right. But sometimes we're not right, right? Sometimes we have plenty of time to do those things. And it's really that we're just not using the time as we should. Uh, I want to tell you about the 20 minute thing. So in the book, I call it small pockets of time, but it's basically a list of things that you can do in a really short amount of time. And mm. kind of just keeping this list So that if you do have just a few minutes, like picking up kids at dance or waiting in the school line or whatever it is, those short things, keeping that list of things that you can do, because if you can tick off a few little things during those little moments that you are kind of just sitting there scrolling most of the time, you could save a giant chunk of time. I can get some things done. Like I can save almost an hour worth of tasks in just small pockets of my day. And then think about what you could do with that hour later. I mean, I don't care if you waste it. I don't care if you do whatever you want with it. Like you can watch a show, you can, you know, go sit by the pool, you can do whatever you want, but think about having that extra hour that you didn't have before. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you've got like a list of stuff and how, how awesome is that to have 
because sometimes we think like, okay, I've got 20 minutes. And then like your mind goes blank and you like yeah. can't think of anything that you need to <laughs> yeah. do, but you know, you have a thousand things to do, but like nothing comes up. So having that list there, that's like, okay, what are a couple of things that I can grab really quick? That's a really, really powerful. Yes. Fight that mom brain panic. That's like, there's nothing on my list. I can't, I, I can't remember any of it. Yes, yeah. It's exactly. like the, the reel that I I've seen going around. That's like, come on brain, think of things. <laughs> <laughs> and every mom is like, hello, it's me. Yes. Yes. Everyone's raising their hand in the comments. Oh, that would be me too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I love it. Kate. Well, so as we're listening to this and moms are feeling super empowered and like ready to like step in and make some changes, We started off the episode with small things that you can do. So if I'm listening and I'm like, okay, yes, I'm ready. So what's like a small thing that I can implement today, tomorrow, right away. You mentioned, you know, this tracker, is that where I should start? Or like, what is something you would recommend? You're listening to this. You're going to like log off of your podcast app and get to work. Where do you get to work? Yes. Oh, so yes, you could totally track time, right? So you could just, so your one small step is literally printing it. So find a time tracker. I I can give you the, um, I can let your listeners get mine for free if they want it. Um, and I'll give you that link, but if you don't, you can search one, you know, you can search one online, find a time tracker and print it out and then just decide when you're going to track your time. I love a weekend and a weekday or two weekdays and a weekend is my favorite track. So you've got two different types of days that you would maybe spend, especially if your weekdays are a little bit different. Um, so I love, you know, trying to do three days that are a little different for you, but just print your tracker and decide when you're going to do it. That's your one small step. That's it. That's all you have to do. And then you just have to execute when those days come, but that's it. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. I love that you broke that down so small because I, everything I'm at Kate and how do you make it smaller yeah. and how do you make it smaller? So yeah, just print it, just print, print it, it out or yep. grab a notebook and write out my tracker, like yeah. make it easy exactly. and get it done. Right. Yes. Oh, I love it so much. Kate, Lori, you are a wealth of knowledge and you have so many resources. So your book is out. Where can we get yes. your book? You can get on, you can get it anywhere books are sold, but you can get it on Amazon. That's where most people go to get it. Um, and yes, just search secrets of super mom and you will find it for sure. Okay. And then where else can we come find you for all things, Lori? I am secrets of Instagram, Facebook, same there. And then the secrets of super mom show is my podcast. Fantastic fellow podcaster over here. I love it so much spreading goodness and inspiration for us moms to not do it all, but to do it all. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Well, I've loved this conversation so much with you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts, and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jessie, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.